Welcome everybody to episode number 47 of the Third Star Gaming Podcast. I'm your host Tyler, joined as always by our three co-hosts, starting with Mike. Mike, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm kind of like a Smurf living in a world where Gargamel doesn't exist, my friend. Alright, super. Uh, Didn't Gargamel, to... like, make the Smurfs? Isn't that their origin story? Did he? I don't know. That's a good yeah, question. Yeah, so... We'll yeah. find that I out. Know. We're going to even get a Smurf expert on this show to answer that yeah. question. Oh, my God. This is we got to debate this shit. <laughs> hey, you brought uh, it up. Hey, yeah, I was saying, you brought he it up. He keeps trying to kill Smurfs. When he's not around, no Smurfs get killed. Happy days are here. There you yeah. go. All right. So let's go next up north to Canada. Graham, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, been I joined a hockey league. I played, got a little rust off, but it was very good, and I'm looking for it this week. So things are good for me how are you guys doing good uh also uh, and uh, last but not least eugene how you doing i'm ready for a vacation from work buddy it's been a long <laughs> yeah. work week for some reason i hear you on that and uh, i don't get another one till june other than that i, I think I've, I've i've gotten a a lot of gaming in this week somehow i'm That's not cool. sure but, yeah awesome well we'll get to that a little bit um and uh i don't need another vacation till june which isn't really a vacation because we're going to be doing like six podcasts the week of e3 and that's the week i'll be off so uh nice you tyler. can you can nice follow tyler. us what go ducks yeah okay wait, wait, wait. Um, all right but uh <laughs> you can join in the conversation by joining our facebook group the third sun gaming podcast forums However, there it's not an open group. Uh, you'll still you'll be able to see everything in there. You'll still need to be approved to get in, but uh, go ahead and join that. We'll make sure to approve you. And uh, you can find us also now on the Respawn Network uh, by visiting XboxCulture.net or PlayStationCulture.net. And right. uh, as of tomorrow morning, we'll have uh, an icon up there with the episode that you're uh, listening to now loaded right on that website so you can visit there as well you can also catch up on all the latest news for xbox and playstation on those two sites respectively with a nintendo site coming very soon so with that yeah i know right (laughs) with that exciting times jump into the news this week uh there is uh quite a bit of some you know some cool gaming announcements this week so darksiders 3 has been announced and it's slated for release in 2018 and I haven't played the second one yet. I downloaded it and games with gold, so I look forward to getting to that. But uh, you, you're gonna you're gonna love the second one, dude. Yeah. So uh, I, you excited, uh, Mike? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I am absolutely because uh, I thought the the first one was pretty good. You know, don't remember a lot of it because uh, I actually watched my friend play it on PS4 way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I played Darksiders too. I oh, I think I'm like three quarters of the way through it. But of course, my save doesn't exist anymore. But whatever. Mm-hmm. And I. I had pretty big ball playing that game. You know, it's it's a colorful, it's fun. You know, and it's not you know overly aggravating or anything like that. So I'm I'm really excited to see what they're doing with number three, and that will definitely be a, a day one buy for me. Oh, for sure. How about how about you guys, Graham or uh, Eugene? Actually, I haven't played any of the Darksiders, but I was talking <laughs> to one one of our Facebook uh, guys, Dylan, and he was telling me about Darksiders too. And I also downloaded it when it was a free game. So a part of me wants to get into it and try it. He was telling me that it's a fair bit puzzly in it, which I kind of like. So definitely looking forward to try that out. And uh, once I play it, I'll let you guys know what I think of it, if you care for my opinion. But I'll just give it anyways. Yeah, dude, it, it's the old school games we like. Zelda E, it's, you know, it's got the bosses. You know, you go through, you you know, you, 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 you tree up your... your abilities and you just have fun i mean there's just not a lot of you know banging your head on the desk with this game at all yeah no it sounds good and the darksiders 3 release trailer or whatever it's called mm-hmm. uh it looks awesome it got me excited for it, it really did yeah that's yeah. cool all right awesome so up next remedy one of my favorite developers is working and by the way they developed alan wake and uh, yeah. quantum quantum break uh, among yeah. other games is working on a new multi-platform game that'll be on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And nice. they have teamed up with 505 Games to develop a new cinematic third-person shooter. Can't wait. I, I would love I would love to see Alan Wake 2, but even if it's not, I don't care. I just want to see what they come out with next. I do like me some third-person shooters. Yeah, and Remedy just it does such a good job mixing story with gameplay. That I mean, the Alan Wake story was phenomenal. It was it was one of my mm-hmm. absolute favorite games on the 360. So, and I unfortunately haven't finished it. 
Yeah, it's super good, and the DLC is really good. So uh, I enjoyed that. That's one of the, like the few games where I, I played through every single bit of content. Yeah, yeah. Because it was Alan so Wake was a great game. Yeah, so it's really good. Wasn't it Remedy that didn't we talk about a few months ago? There's like a tweet, and they're talking about they're making a new game. There's like a PlayStation VR on the table and a PlayStation yes. controller. Yes. Yeah. So, so I know I know it's this third person shooter, but do you think this might be a VR title? I think it could no. be, and it might be. I mean, we'll see. I, mean, but, I don't see how it'll work out with third person, but, you know, yeah. maybe it'll have yeah. some kind of integrated first person mode or some kind of VR mode worked in. Mm-hmm. See, I, I still stick by my guns that the VR thing is still just, you know. I think it's dead, personally. I don't think I, it's dead. I want to see what Fallout 4 VR does oh, to it. Oh, yes. Because Fallout 4 VR, if it's as good as advertised, could be a complete game changer for VR. And it could set the set the bar for what's expected going forward. Well, and I trust their what... statements, and that's the kind of statement they're going by. So, but I'm going with the optimistic. So we'll see. Remember what I said when you guys first asked me about this one before they even came out. I said it's just going to be a gimmick, and it's going to fade. It's going to go by the wayside, just like it did the first time it came out. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, it so, still has we'll a possibility in the future, but it'll be the far future. And I, I, I don't know, in, in, until it's affordable, until it's uh, technology that they can easily make uh, software for, then it, it's not going to catch on. So I, I agree, and I, I think you've got to have the one title. There needs to be a title release that everybody feels like they have to have. That mm-hmm. Like, I have to experience this, and there hasn't been one yet. No, yep. so, and, I, and even with Fallout, I mean, if, if Bethesda, if anybody can do it, Bethesda can do it. Yep. Uh, you know, but... It's still, if it's just a $700 or $600, you know, VR Fallout experience, no one's going to want that. You know, some other people right. have to follow suit. Yep, right. agreed. Totally. Graham will get Absolutely. it, but, but everybody else will need something. Yeah, Graham will spend $1,000 <laughs> on a new... <laughs> he's going to get one of those walking pads. The treadmills, uh, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, the treadmill, and for, just for Fallout. All right. I never know. A bunch of money falls in my lap. I got something to spend it on. All right. So up next, uh, the Destiny 2 reveal event is scheduled for Thursday, May 18th, coming up shortly. And the game will be shown running on only the PS4 and PC. Even though, wasn't it was it one of the titles announced that they were going to show off on Scorpio? I'm not sure. I can't confirm that. I don't that. remember. But it might, it might not be. But I know they had the exclusive well, deal with Sony for all the like DLC and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you can, it kind of makes sense if that if that's true and issue, right? Mm-hmm. Because then they won't show it, so the Scorpio gets shown. Yeah. Right. So it would be cool to see it at E3. I don't remember if it was one of the games or not, so my bad if I got that wrong. But uh, it will be shown on Thursday, May 18th. So those of you who are excited for Destiny 2, which I actually am, uh, looking forward to seeing that and seeing what uh, what's new in the game. So uh, up next, Damien Tong. I think that's the way to pronounce his name. Uh, he's the man who, who correctly predicted the PS4 Pro and Slim this year, has predicted that the PlayStation 5 will hit store shelves in 2018. Gentlemen, your thoughts? I I, I don't think so. But uh, Okay, uh, if it is in 2018, then they got to announce this at E3. Yep, they will. So, I, I think they will. I've already said it before, and I really so think are, they will announce the PS5. They're trying to steal Thunder from Scorpio? Is this what their mm-hmm. uh, PR is? Yep. Well, I don't know. They're gonna have to. Yeah, I mean, they, they don't have a choice. They're gonna lose E3. They have to have some kind of announcement, and they so, they've got to. They can't just show it like say that. Oh, this is gonna be a more power, the most powerful console. Yeah, that's you know, what that, I was gonna that, say. That's ever I mean, been made. They've got to say how many that. teraflops you think we're looking at yeah, here? <laughs> they, they've got to give specs. They got to give specs, well, and they got to well, say well. that they've got to fix the 4K Blu-ray. They've got to say that this yes. thing has 4K Blu-ray, uh, and that. Not only they have to have backwards compatibility, they have to have everything. They have to have everything the Scorpio has plus more, or they're going to lose the next so, console. Generation. So, do you think because Microsoft's kind of set the bar here for making consoles that now are compatible with all of the versions? Do you think that they'll do that with the five? Do you think it'll be compatible with the four? Because five, it will be at five years in 2018, and that used knowing, to be a pretty normal cycle. Knowing Sony, probably not. Just with the, the, I mean, I I know we'd like it to be, but just look at what happened with PS3. Whenever they made it compatible with PS2, PS1, it bit them in the ass, and I don't think they want to deal with that again. But they, if they 
if they make the software similar, um, but with you know inner workings that are more pow powerful, a GPU, more memory, um, and not really change the inner workings of, of how the uh, OS works and everything, I, I think it's possible. But no one's okay, shown now, it because their past history. You're talking about the inner workings of the operating system. Now, the PS4 operating system is clashing heavily with Bethesda and stuff like that for their games. Now, do you think they're going to try to change that? So, Well, I, I don't think it's better? really the operating system. I, I think it's like just Sony and, and their policies. I, I think the whole mods and everything. I, I don't understand why um, you know, Sony can't allow... Because the big thing with Fallout and uh, Skyrim, wasn't it like... Uh, they only allowed like so many megabytes. Yeah, so many uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and then, not megabytes. And then yeah, um, and I don't gonna, understand why iOS would limit that. Sorry, Tyler. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it again. I mean, I, I know I'll hear it again for being Xbox fanboy guy, and it's not true because I you know I play a lot of MLB the show. I play a lot of Sony games when they're good, but for being the company that says they're most about giving gamers choice. Yeah, they have the, the toughest restrictions that limit choice. They they don't have EA access on PlayStation Four. Why is beyond yeah. me. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, they, it's not even it's not even why they want people to buy PlayStation now. That's what they want. Mm -hmm. So that's why they don't have it. But I Xbox mean, they, just announced their what uh, what's it called again? Xbox um uh the monthly game, Beyond Demand games. Yeah, yeah, the monthly subscription. And they're not canceling yeah, access. access. Yeah. Nope. So who's really giving gamers the best choice? And now you're saying that with Scorpio, you're going to be able to play on that system if you want, but still play with your friends that only have the release Xbox One or maybe the One S. Yeah. You're still going to be able to play with them seamlessly, the same games. Yep. Yeah. So who's really giving the most choice now? Yeah. So and I you think play so all the way... Back yeah. to like 360 backwards compatible too. Like, yeah. So now you're going so, back to generations. And then something else too. Uh, X, uh, Xbox uh, Play Anywhere. So yeah. I don't. I don't. I guess I never really understood it before. But you know, I was just playing my Xbox and I was looking at my games library. And Gears of War 4 is an mm -hmm. Xbox Play Anywhere title, right? Yep. And I don't. I don't. I have the physical copy and I don't have the disc in, in there, but I can play the game still. So they don't have like the proof that I have the disc, but I'm still able to play it. So is that how Xbox Play Anywhere works? I'm not sure. We were actually talking about this the other night. Yeah, so it, it showed up, and I, I'm not sure how I'm able to play it. I'm like, yeah. is this how Xbox Play Anywhere works? Because that's awesome that mm -hmm. if it's yeah. a Play Anywhere title, uh, if it's loaded in my system, because I, I bought the uh, uh, Deluxe Edition or whatever, uh, and I had to enter a code for it. So maybe because I have that, it gives me that option of not having the disc. Yeah. But I, I think if that... It, it might I mean, be it might be a situation where when you try to load it up on your PC, you've got to load the disc into your console just just for proof of ownership, yeah. and then that's it. I mean, I'm played yeah, on my know. Xbox without the disc in there, uh, so I, I don't that's know. True. But that's yeah. a, that's a but, great feature. That's a great feature, yeah. and you know that is for the gamers. You know, I, I think yeah. maybe it works until like somebody goes put it in their system and saying, okay, this was already registered with another system, maybe. and then it clashes, right? Yeah. So right now, first time you put it in, it registered whatever like code of that game to your account so then when somebody else puts in that same disc is like all right wait a minute this code has been registered before right. you know what would be the end all be all for me for like xbox if like so with the blu-ray movie i can buy a blu-ray movie and i get a digital copy with it so i have yeah. the physical uh, blu-ray so if xbox would have that feature like they would just kill sony to me i mean but i mean they're they're all about the gamers right now and even though yeah. I, I love sony and I feel I feel like I'm well rounded when it comes to gaming. I, I try to give a fair chance to all consoles, but Sony's Sony's messing up right now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, everybody's messed up though, you know. I mean, so it just happens to be Sony's turn. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of cyclical, you know. I mean, Sony messed up back with the PS3 launch. Uh, Microsoft really messed up with the Xbox One launch, and now it's kind of we're seeing the table start to turn a little bit right now with, yeah. these, with these current consoles. But... And it seems like the layers are piling on, too, like like more negatives against Sony. Yeah, yeah, so... and and I and I agree with the Xbox Play Anywhere because as we've started to stream more, which, by the way, you can catch us on uh, twitch.tv slash thirdsongaming, um, we, we've been streaming a lot more. The Xbox Play Anywhere is going to be huge for us because it's, it yeah. simplifies being able to stream because you can just load the game on your PC and go. Yeah. And... And that's great. So I'm hoping to see a lot more titles, and that's one thing I'm really looking forward to. D three 
is seeing which titles, how many titles we're going to see be playing any more titles this right. year. For yeah, they, they got to pick up the pace because, like, yeah. last year well, we got three or four, not, well, not a lot. It, so. Yeah, it's going to be their exclusives, though. It's not going to be – you're not going to see EA because sure. they're going to sell their games through Origin, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's not going to be third part, a lot of third party. It's going to be all the the first party games. So, but I'm excited to see uh, what happens there, and you know, being able to play a game like you know, see Thieves on PC would be pretty cool. Uh-huh. So, and yeah. all right, anything else on that, guys? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, we all did. right. So, according to a listing on GameFly, and Mike, you were right. You said this a long time ago. Uh, Call of Duty Four will release as a standalone title on PS4 June 20th and July 20th on Xbox One. So go ahead and gloat. Gee, I wish I would have said that. That's I think I backed you gloat. up on this, too. End of gloat. Yeah. Can we just, like, fi- go in our library and find that clip and just play it right now? Just since edited it in. No, I can't. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, Billy? Oh, no, Billy's no. not here. But, I, you know, I think when we talked about it, I think you and I said, you know... Uh, a few months down the road, like six, eight months down the road, I can see it happening. But I think back then we were talking about like a month after release, are they going to put this thing in the store? And, you know, obviously that didn't happen because they, they kind of made this commitment to gamers. Like, the only way you can get this game is to buy, you know, Infinite Warfare. I believe my silly. words were, I believe my words were sooner or later, but I could be mistaken. Yeah. No, you're right. You were. I, I, I'm just saying, I think I put the caveat in that I can see it like eight months down the road. Or so, but yeah. You know, so not, not they right gotta away. make that money. Gotta make that yep. money, money. So money, can, money, can money. we talk about the money for a second? Because I've yeah. heard rumors that it's fifty dollars. Oh come true? on! Like I've seen that price. Uh, I've seen it in the news that uh, it's it's going to be fifty dollars. At least that's what the uh, listing it's said. It's not that's a, that sounds very consistent with Activision. Really I mean, does. yes, it totally does. That's yeah. not worth. Not not a bit. I mean, I even like I, I've seen it on like Walmart.com even where you can still get the uh, uh, the combo with Modern Warfare Remastered and Infinite Warfare uh, for like fifty dollars. So it didn't make so any what, sense to me, but I can totally see yeah. him doing that. But to me, it's a twenty dollar twenty yeah, maybe thirty. So, so what do you guys think is a fair price for the game? Because right now, I, before you answer, sorry, before you answer, they're putting all the backwards compatible titles for Call of Duty on Xbox One for ten dollars, basically. So, okay. what, what do you think is a fair price? Honestly, um, it, you know, this is kind of like a kind of like a weights and measures sort of thing. If they price it properly, then they will have a large player base. If they try to gouge, they will not. So, I, in my opinion, if they would put it out for let's say twenty four, twenty five, ninety nine, especially with uh, what, what's going on with you got Prey out now, you got uh, um, you know um, all, all the other shooters that are out you know, it's just going to go by the wayside if they put it at 50 bucks so if they put it at 25.99, 24.99 I think they could actually get a player base going out of that yeah I was, gonna, I was actually going to say $25 I think that's yeah. fair I mean the, the map uh, they've got to include the map packs too because the map oh, yeah, packs yeah. right now are fifteen dollars, so the standalone. Yeah, I, yes. Yeah, so I mean, with that being said, I changed my twenty dollars. If they if they include everything, thirty dollars. Yeah, I can go with that. I can go with thirty dollars, including all the map packs from the end. I gotta yeah. be honest with you. I, I still don't think I'd pick it up for twenty five bucks right now with all the other stuff that's out. True. Yeah, it's but hard I mean, to justify it. Yeah, this is the most like beloved Call of Duty game though, and yeah, there's a lot of players that want to go back to that and. This is really the the best shot you get to play a remastered like current gen version of kind of the, the simplistic Call of Duty that we all know and love. Yeah. Um, before World War Two comes out. So, but just because we known and loved it back then, don't mean it's like way better than what's out now, right? Because no, the thing doesn't. is, like, sometimes we go back and like, oh, I love this game. The game yes. is the best. And you go back and play. It's like, well, actually, it's not as good as this yeah. other game that I have. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible yeah. now. And I've learned sometimes some games are best left in the past. Yeah, know? and then with a high price, then you consider, is it worth risking it now? Maybe I'm going right. to get it. I'm not going to enjoy it. And then, like, I don't want to risk 50 bucks or whatever, right? Sure. I, I really just wish they'd give it the Nathan Drake treatment and just all yes. three mo- uh, Modern Warfare games together, yes. all yeah. HD, all DLC, put it all together in one package for $60 is the yeah. way the... 
that what would the be a good idea because then they could get that kind of money, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and to be honest, it. yeah, to be honest, Modern Warfare Three wasn't even that good. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. two, one two and, was one and two. One and two were yeah. great. Three was but, kind of a yeah. well. Three had a lot of development problems. Um, that's when everybody left the studio. Yeah. So they kind of had yeah. to piece it together. Two, two but, had the best online, to, personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two's, uh, online for two is great. I, I still like go back to Modern Warfare 1, Call of Duty 4, yeah. for yeah. online. I really loved online in that game. But... <clears throat> yeah. All right. Moving on. Graham. Yes. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which I know you picked up, is Nintendo's first number one in the UK in over five years. So how do you like the game? Oh, I think the game is awesome. I've been having so much fun playing online, like all the different battle modes. And they've made it really easy, like, to find people, and you can do little communication things. So I've really had no problem with it. I played some of the single player. Single player has been lots of fun. So it's a great game for playing online and with a bunch of people. Like, I'm waiting to try, like, tabletop with uh, local players, the two using each Joy-Con. It just seems like a lot of different options you can play it with. So it's been great for me. What's your favorite mode? uh, Battle mode, for sure. Oh, I um, love the uh, the the piranha plants one. Yeah, the piranha plants. Like, yeah, the co- uh, cops and robbers or whatever. Uh, See, it took me a while to figure out what the hell was going on with there. But yeah. uh, no, I think they're all fun. Like they offer different things. I'm better at some compared to others. But also, I end up picking up the the pro controller, and yeah. it's just so much more fun playing with that. I haven't tried any of the amiibos yet, which I I don't know what that offers, but. It gives mm-hmm. you that chance to try it out. So, no, I've been really enjoying it. So, what's your favorite character? I, I go to Link. It's, yeah. I've tried so, other ones and tried different mobiles. Oh, no. It just, <laughs> I don't know, when you make the jump and he gets the sword out, and the master sword, and he swings it, I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. He's so heavy, though. He's so heavy. Oh, well, that maybe that's why I'm better in battle mode. Back. I don't need to. Uh, I, I go with Tanuki Mario. Tanuki yeah. Mario is my favorite, uh. My girlfriend likes baby Rosalina. So about the pro controller, was what I said true about the pro controller? It was true. So mm-hmm. I said that the the pro controller is the best feeling uh, controller that I, I've used for a game console uh, to date. You know, even before I tried it, I I got it. I opened up the box and I just held it. <laughs> it sounds like a love story. And I held it in my God. arms. Normally I held it in my hand too. And, and it, it just like it fits so like comfortable. Like it just. Seems like we were meant to be. Oh my god! Uh, this is and the sad thing oh is like god. I'm not even I'm not even remotely surprised to be listening to this. Yeah, like, I mean, well, <laughs> but uh, but you know you know I haven't played Zelda Breath of the Wild holding this controller yet. I'm I'm yeah. saving that for a special night. You could have okay. said you could have told that same story and like replaced controller with like baby. <laughs> Or a cheeseburger, and you would have yeah. got the same. Yeah. So, night, it could be the cheeseburger. So, yeah. when I first held this cheeseburger. <laughs> so, so Graham, I think I might have to pick up this game tomorrow. I've been, I've been kind of eyeing it at work. And it, it's like, totally worth it, man. And it is a great looking game, running at sixty frames. Yes. Uh, when you're playing single player, it just looks good. Right. Yeah, cool. yeah. I forgot a fellow Switch owner like yourself, Tyler. Definitely. I know. Yeah. <laughs> It'll look great on that four K. Hey Tyler, yeah. what was that one game that was on the 360? It was a racer, and all of a sudden they just stopped supporting it. And oh, I'm not sure about um, Blur. That was an amazingly fun racer. Oh, that was, was that the fun. one where like the bridges and stuff fell as you're racing, and you had that time uh, um, timeline? But it had the power ups. Yeah, so like long. you're going so fast, and then like yes. while you're going on overpasses and stuff, they're just like collapsing and things like I don't, that. I don't remember the overpasses, but I, I know there were a ton of power ups. The achievements in that game were hard because you had to do like three or four things together uh, mm-hmm. to, to unlock an achievement. But that game was really fun, and yeah. and I mean the fact that I remember it immediately just from your description, uh, yeah. that that game was a lot of fun, and it reminds me too of like the old Need for Speed games. Yep, which were really fun, and I know there's a new Need for Speed development. And I'm hoping they kind of go back to their roots too, with that game. Um, back to like you know uh, what was it, um, Hot Pursuit? Yes, yes, that was, was fun. great. That yep. was, yeah. yeah, Hot Pursuit was a lot of fun. So I'd rather, you know, honestly, I'd rather play that than Forza. But yes. but Need for Speed's really fallen by the wayside in the last few yeah. in the last few uh, releases. So um, yeah. all right. 
if you are a fan of Dead Space 2 and 3 like I am, at least 2, I haven't finished 3 yet, but I plan on it now, uh, they are now available via backwards compatibility on the Xbox One. So some of the right. one of the best franchises of uh, the 360 is now available to play. Yeah, I love Dead Space. Dead Space is great. Uh, it's such a great game, and and if if Xbox just really wants to uh, take everything at E3, Dead Space Four, Scorpio. Oh man, yes. I didn't even think of that, but that would be awesome. Yeah. Now, could that be a play in anywhere title, or Let's see why Maybe. not? Well, we have to see if yeah. it's uh... Scorpio's gonna be up the specs a little bit yep. more towards a PC than oh, Xbox yeah. One. So, and we see, to... they're still like releasing lots of great backwards compatibility games. It's great. Yeah, they are. And and now we're over what uh, over two hundred games, over five hundred games, one or the other. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, a high it, number for sure. Those are those are must-haves for backwards compatibility. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I, 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 I do not like scary games, but they did it right to, they yeah. did, with the environments and the darkness and uh, the, the connection that you felt, felt with, the, with Isaac. Yes. Uh, I, I love that game. And what's cool about them from 1 to 2 is that they're different games. They're very different, but they mm-hmm. keep the same feel in terms of the environment, in terms of, like, you know you're playing a Dead Space game. But yep. the, the first one is almost like, it's a little more survival horror-y, like, in the... The ammo is very limited, and you can you can die pretty easy in that game. Whereas two, I think, in my opinion, is much more of a shooter. You know, in the yeah in the, in the current sense, but it's still really fun. And and there's a plenty of scares in that game, and plenty mm-hmm. of times where where you're like, holy crap! But yeah, they, was, they're both really fun. It was real survival mm-hmm. horror. I mean, it, it brought back everything that Resident Evil took away from us. Yeah. And, you know, it took away the convention that, the, yes, this is a shooter, but headshots don't work. Yep. You have to, you have to take apart limbs. And, yes. And, yeah. Hey, Tyler. Yeah. Could you imagine me being Isaac and just finishing number one and then getting sucked into number two? Yeah. My personality? Huh? <laughs> I would I just know. end it. Yeah, you'd be done. Yep. <laughs> like, fuck all this yeah. shit. I am not doing this again. Alright. So, last up for us today. Blizzard has confirmed the top 32 countries with the highest skill ratings in Overwatch as part of the Overwatch World Cup. And uh, number one is China, number two South Korea, number three is the United States, and of note, the United Kingdom is sixth, and Canada, Graham, is seventh. It's like the Summer so, Olympics, except we'd be a little further down on that list. That's only because yeah. the rest of the country... If it was the Summer happen. Olympics, the U.S. would be number one. Yes, they would. Um, Graham, if you were playing this game, maybe you'd be a little higher. Maybe. But I wish you guys would play this game. I, nothing drove me to play this game. and I didn't even like, really know about it, and then it got released, and you guys ranted about it, and it won so many awards. But It's a fun just pick-up-and-play title. It is. It's, you don't it's have to invest time in it. Yeah. Yep. But on the note of competitive shooters, when we get to what we've been playing, I'm really excited to hear Graham's thoughts on a competitive shooter that he played online for the first time this week. So I, I kind of want to hear that story too. I'm excited Stay tuned. to it. One of my favorites of all time. And Graham got in and, pl- and played with us, so I'm excited to hear that. So, but everyone, that's gonna do it for the news this week. Graham, let's turn it over to you. What can we get new in stores? Well, we are still pretty quiet for new releases next week. Two of the biggest titles, surprisingly, is being released on the Nintendo Switch. So let me tell you what those titles are. Starting on May 9th, you can get your physical or digital hands on NBA Playgrounds. This game looks like a whole lot of fun to be had on the court or in the playground. And for you fans of Minecraft, which I know there are lots of you out there, and for owners of the Nintendo Switch, which we also know there are plenty of you, they have combined the two, and now you'll get to play Minecraft on yet another platform. Oh, boy. Yep. yep. Minecraft is coming to Nintendo Switch next week on May 11th, and this version was designed specifically for use on the Nintendo Switch, as its name, Minecraft Swift, or Swift, Switch oh, Edition boy. suggests. <laughs> I'm predicting this will prove to be a great move for Nintendo Switch, because people love this game. They really do. Oh, yeah. Why? Isn't this like the biggest selling game of all time just because all the platforms it's on? 
Yeah, and I, I don't, I'm with you, Eugene. I don't get it, but I understand that a lot of people absolutely love it. So it's I think it's freedom. great whenever, yeah, it's great whenever you it's can get it out there to more people. Yeah. Plus, so, you know, as an Xbox fan and supporter, like, hey, they kind of own it now, so cool. That's true. Have it's m- just, more money, it just more brings money. out people's creativity. It, that's who it, is, yeah. who it appeals to. Oh, yeah. What just I don't like, understand. So, just like City Skylines appeals to me because I yep. can build anything I want the way I want. So What I don't understand is uh, the one of the reasons why the game is so popular because of Twitch streamers. And oh, uh, totally. I, I yes. just know, like, like I have nieces and... They they will not play a video game, but they will sit all damn day hours and watch YouTube and, and watch and people play yeah. Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't understand. I, I they even have Minecraft for their dad has an Xbox. They have Minecraft. I can tell, I can, tell, I can tell you exactly why. I'm in the same boat. There's a lot of games that I don't want to play, but I'll watch. But I, I'm interested in it, and I'll watch on Twitch or whatever it may be, you know. Because then I don't have to do it. I can just watch it happen. You know? And I understand that, but yeah. seriously, they will just watch. That's all they'll watch is just Minecraft. Yeah, yeah okay. there were there were South Park episodes about this, and that's how you know it's real if it was on yeah. <laughs> And but yeah, I, I I'm with you. I know there's lots of people that just like to watch games and and don't don't play. But hey, if it's something that's going to bring people into the system and you get more engagement, more power to them. No, but honestly, if you go on YouTube and look up like the best creations or something like that you will be blown there's away nice, there's some cool things. Oh, yeah. blown away yeah. by what people have come up with and, yeah. and graham not to derail you here but what do you guys think do you think that the because lego recently put out a game that's supposed that you know they, they're trying to rival minecraft do you think it has any chance i say good luck no there's no way i don't either well there's way too much support for minecraft even like hololens like that's the thing they're pushing minecraft mm-hmm. minecraft minecraft yeah. I mean, if they can make it fifteen dollars like Minecraft, then yeah. absolutely. But they, with the Lego name, they're going to charge sixty dollars. It's already oh, sure. down to twenty three ninety nine. And I think I think they can carve out a niche, but I don't think it's ever going to touch the sales that Minecraft has achieved. No, over time. no. So yeah. it's a, whoever already... makes it first makes the money. That's how it yep. goes. Yep. So yep. Graham, continue. Okay. N- now for our other two consoles. No, we haven't forgotten about you. We have some title sharing releases for both systems. We have Human Fall Flat releasing on the 9th for PS4, and then it will be released for the Xbox One on the 12th. Also releasing on the 9th, we have Butcher. This is what I do with titles sometimes. Uh, this title will see the light of day first on PS4, and then the following day on the 10th, it will be released for the Xbox One. Now sticking with the 10th, we have Lethal League, which will release simultaneously on both Xbox One and PS4. Uh, next, we have Birthdays the Beginning. This title will be released on both PS4 and on PC and will be available on May 9th. And to finish off our week, we will be getting a new release on Xbox One, and that release is titled Elliot Quest. This game releases on May 12th. And that finishes off our new releases for the week of May 8th to the 12th. Now, take it away, Mike, and give us the lowdown on deals to be had. <laughs> All right, Grammy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, we're just going to go over what is available for free right now. The Ghana Sisters are, is currently free for download with Games with Gold right now. Coming up later in the month will be Lara Croft. Um, on the 360, you've got uh, Force Awakens 2. And then later this month, you're going to have the Star Wars Lego Complete Saga. So that's what you got for uh, Xbox right now. With uh, PS4, you got Tales from the Borderlands, Abzu. And then for um, PS3, you've got Blood Knights and Port Royale 3, Pirates and Merchants, which is really a good game. So make sure you get that and give it a shot. Um, So let's get to the deals, what's out there for the Xbox right now. Now, it just doesn't say whether it is wired or not, but right now you can get an Xbox One controller for $26.99 via eBay. What? Uh, Yeah, yeah. It doesn't say it doesn't say it's from a um, you know one of those those big merchant sellers or anything. It just says via eBay, so you probably have to just do a search real quick. Xbox One Digital Mega Man Legacy Collection is six dollars via Amazon. Great buy right there. Um, <laughs> the Division Gold Edition is thirty six dollars via Microsoft Store. Get yeah, it now. It, it can be. <laughs> Pick that game up. DuckTales by itself, remastered, backwards compatible, $3.74 via Amazon right now. 
Xbox One S wireless controller in white, newest model, $38.99 via Newegg with promo code E-M-C-R-F-R-C-3-3. And that will be active for quite a while. Um, let's see, we got the Xbox One. Oh, that's the same things, just for $1 more. Okay. So, skipping out of that, because there's not much else going on with that with that stuff right now. Um, all right. Uncharted 4, Thieves' End for the PS4 is 1999 via eBay right now. Um, BDS JTEC is the name of the company that is selling it on there. Batman and Telltale series, everything is $15.39 on Amazon. PlayStation VR headset plus PlayStation cameras, $3.99 at GameStop, online only. Um, PS4 Slim, 500 gigabytes console and Charger 4 bundle plus Dual Shock wireless controller in blue is $269.99 at Ant Online via eBay. Uh, PS4 Slim, one terabyte plus Final Fantasy 15, $299 at Newegg right now. And that pretty much does it for all of the PS4 stuff. Oh, you can get a straight up PS PlayStation VR headset, $349 at uh, Newegg on via eBay right now. Um, as far as the Nintendo stuff goes, I really didn't see anything that, that stood out, so I don't have anything for you as far as that goes. So that's about it for me, boys and girls. Go ahead, Ty. All right, let's go into what we've been playing, and I'll actually go first this week. Uh, played NHL, of course, uh, as usual. Nah. Yeah, I know. Played a little bit of MLB The Show, continuing on in Diamond Dynasty. I, uh, I've, I've committed to do a lot more streaming this week. We all have. Um, yeah. We're trying to get our, our Twitch channel up and running and uh, have a have a much more consistent presence there for you guys. So we've been trying to do that. Uh, please visit us, twitch.tv slash 30 and take part in that. We're trying to reach the affiliate program or reach the like threshold to get it. So uh, we need your help with that. We need, to, we need to get 50 followers. We need to have some... You know, a decent amount of concurrent viewers at a time. So, please, uh, please help us out with that as part of the community. We'd really, really appreciate it. But as part of that, I've been playing. Uh, you know, we, like I said, I played NHL, um, played some Battlefield One. I played Little Nightmares this week, which actually is very good so far. And you know, I, I really like platformers like that. You guys have heard me rave on and on about games like Unravel and mm-hmm. Inside, and it's definitely in the same vein as those games. So, all right, um, very good. It's a, it's a very solid game so far from what I've played. And uh, and finally, and I'm going to use this to transition on over to Graham, actually. We played Halo 5 online. And I'm going to tell you guys, I forgot how much I love this game online. It is such a good game to play. Uh, shooter-wise, it feels so... You just As a shooter, it feels great to play. Um, and we had a lot of fun with it. I'm trying to get back into kind of where I was before playing... But I haven't played in about a year, so it's uh, kind of getting a feel for it again. But Graham, let's go to you. Like, what was your experience? Because it's the first time you've ever played this game online it is, competitively. It is true, and I really enjoyed it. The shooting mechanics is awesome. Um, I played with Steven. We've mm-hmm. read questions from him, mm-hmm. and he got me to try SWAT. Uh, he kind of explained to me, and I was kind of like hesitant and stuff like that. But I started playing SWAT, and I, love SWAT. I, I was enjoying it so much. I was actually having really good KDR, nothing amazing. But, yeah, like, the game plays great, the mechanics. And then he got me to try um, Bumper Jumper, I think it's called, something like that, yeah. where it changes the controls. Yep. And it actually it works really well. It gives you a chance to jump around and turn and aim makes things easier. So mm-hmm. thank you for that advice, and... Like I said, I really enjoyed that game, and also with that game, I played NHL 17, which Tyler just said, which is still an awesome game to play every once in a while. But also, I played Mario Kart 8 on the Switch. Tried a little bit of streaming of that, um, just experimenting. Great game. Couldn't say more great things about it. Lots of characters, lots of tracks. So much fun. I also played Fallout 4, which... uh, Tried a little bit with mods and survival. Just started something out. Forgot how hard survival is. You can't just run in and like try to conquer things. Like, like a mole rat shows up while you're doing something, and gets you like twice, and you're dead. So you got to be very careful with that kind of stuff. 
And to finish off my playing, I played Diablo 3 Seasons. Nice. I also played that game with Steven. He uh, brought me in some of the rifts, and I leveled up so fast. Like If you're starting out and you're kind of hesitant, you don't think you're going to do that well, then jump in online with a friend and get ready to go through runes and check your armor and level up constantly. But it progresses you through levels really fast. So it's definitely a good way to get a good head start from when you go play by yourself. That way you're not grinding and taking a long time. So I would highly recommend that, and thanks for the help, Steve. And before I move on, I just want to say real quick, um, anybody out there in the community, we're happy to play games with you guys anytime you want. Uh, we've got a couple, we have a few actually members of the community that come in and play games with us fairly regularly. Um, Steven and, uh, and Dylan, who we're going to hear from in a little bit, uh, jumping to play NHL with us a lot. Steve and I play uh, Halo now and, and also with Graham. Um, Raz played uh, Sea of Thieves with in the Alpha and played some hey, Raz. stuff with. So, you know, really enjoy that. We, we love getting a chance to play with you guys. So, whenever you want to play something, let us know. If there's something you want to see a stream on Twitch, let us know that too. I did post something on our Facebook page to see what you guys want to see. I know I know they're, they're egging. Uh, uh, Mike to play some Dark Souls, so maybe that'll happen at some point. Dark Souls, but, Dark uh, Souls. You don't want me to play that game because that'll turn into like Mike and AJ, <laughs> and that'll be bad. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, we 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 love seeing you guys coming and play games with us. So please do that. And if you see us online playing something, feel free to jump in, send us a message, say hey, can I, can I come in and play? And more than likely, we're gonna say yeah, absolutely. So uh, please do that. Let's. Uh, who wants to go next, Mike or Eugene? I'll go. Fine. Okay. Um, playing a lot of City Skylines and and uh, streaming it. I've uh, got quite the robust city going on. Now this is like the third city I've started because you know you learn a lot from the beginning and you're like oh and, and, yeah and then you start over again. But this this city is rocking and rolling, looking really good. Excuse me, looking really good and I'm happy with it. I keep going and going and going. Got a few questions today while I was playing. You know, it's kind of nice. It was cool. Played for about. Uh, like four hours, you know. Um, let's see. I've been I played some Doom today. Played about an hour of Doom. Uh, um, last couple of days, I've been playing FIVA. Um, you know, the the be a pro version. Mm-hmm. You know, leveling my guy up and you know, or stats or whatever. How do you and, like that single player campaign? What's what single player campaign? Well, I mean, the like journey the be pro where you the journey. Yeah. How, how do you like the journey at all? Oh, I never. I haven't even tried it, man. I, okay. I, like, I, I thought I like, that's what that be a pro was. Making a guy, picking a team. I always pick a Wolfhampton because they're the only ones that look like wolves and they have different uniforms than everybody else. So I always pick them and, uh, you know, I got sent down to, to develop my skills and I've just been playing as myself and, you know, like kind of like you do in a be a pro in, in, in NHL 17 where, you know, you call for it, you pass to other people, stuff like that. So it's not hard to get a nine nine or higher rating in a game as long as you either score a goal or get an assist you know because i play uh i play middle uh middle right so um yeah but it's fun to me i like playing that mode um not much for online stuff like that because i'll get killed um played a little nhl 17 haven't played last couple days definitely want to play tonight (laughs) so so yeah and go ducks they didn't deserve that win. Just uh Oh, shut up. Eugene, what have you been playing? So I've been playing several games this week. I played the Parade demo. I downloaded that this last weekend, and not not too impressed with it. No way. I'm still picking it up, but yeah. So, yeah, I downloaded the demo, and I didn't play the original Parade. Yeah, whatever it play was crap. Yeah, it, it it really reminds me. First off, the the graphics is what got to me. The the graphics look like Xbox 360 graphics, and then the the story doesn't didn't really grasp me at all. So if you play the if you play the demo, you you start off like uh, it's a simulation. You don't know it's a it's a you're in a simulation, and it ends up the simulation goes wrong, and you find out that the world around you's like fake. And I don't know if the guy realizes that he was in a simulation or not. Doesn't really go into detail. But then the uh, the aliens or the parasites attack, and it really reminded me of uh, a lot like Half Life when I played Half Life Two back in the day. Uh, 
I, I didn't really dig it. It, it. it just felt dated. It didn't feel good. The story felt dry and bland. Uh, I, I don't think I'll be picking up. So let us know how that goes, Tyler, whenever you pick that up. I also played uh, a lot of Mario Kart. So I picked up Mario Kart on launch and been playing a lot online. Been playing a lot of the cool. single player, too, so I can unlock all the uh, all the car parts and everything. Uh, it just doesn't. It doesn't feel good to not have the car that you're used to, or the wheels they're used to, or anything. But totally would be uh, willing to play that online. And whenever I do get a capture card, uh, I'd like to play that a lot, uh, stream that a lot, if it'll allow me to. Uh, it will. I've done it. it. Will, it'll, you've done it? Okay. Yeah, I'd love to play that. I, I really wish you'd be my friend there, Grant. <laughs> you I'll be, be your friend, friend, Eugene. I appreciate that. So. We'll be friends if anyone, if, if, any, if anyone wants to uh, play some Mario Kart, ask for a friend code. We'll put our friend codes up on a our Facebook page and uh, Tyler, you need to pick this game up because I, I just love Mario Kart. It's such a great, well-rounded racer and uh, it looks great on the switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also played a lot of Diablo three, played a lot oh, yeah. of Diablo three and I played the, uh, uh, what's the challenge mode called? Sorry. Seasons. Seasons. Yes. Seasons. I, I play, I, I started the season character and I got through the, uh, the first act of Diablo three and just playing through the acts reliving the story again uh there's one more game that i want i wanted to mention that i i played but oh oh yes i i played uh guardian i bought guardians of the galaxy uh the telltale game and started that up so it feels like a it? Lo- eh, it feels a lot like a telltale game with the outdated yeah. uh engine that it has and it still has the old same old buggy and frame rate issues that all the uh, uh telltale games share but it seems interesting right now it kind of tells a a new tale of the uh, of the guardians, and uh, I think it bridges maybe bridges the gap between the first one and then uh, what will be uh, volume two of Guardians of the Galaxy. So it felt pretty good. I also wrote a uh, review for uh, the Disney Afternoon Collection, which uh, it, it may get uh, put up on the PlayStation Culture site uh, mm-hmm. soon. If not, I'm probably going to just put it on Google Docs uh, for the time being, to, uh, so some people can check it out and read it. But give me some feedback on it. It is my first review and. Uh, I, I actually feel a little bit proud of it. It's the first piece yeah, I've. I think, uh, I think yeah. you did a good job, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah, for, but, for definitely for a first go, like that was that was pretty good. I'll yeah. read it. I'll put that up and uh, I'll put that up tonight. I'll just go ahead and put it on Google Docs and make it public access to where uh, anybody can check it out. So, yeah. I think that's it. Just make sure if you publish it, if they publish it, you take it down. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. Um, all right, uh, that'll do for what we've been playing. Let's go into discussion. Eugene, what do we have for questions on Facebook? I know we just got a, like a last-second one from Guess Who. Yeah, so, yeah, I had to tag him on the post to get a question mm-hmm. out of him. But uh, we do have a, a new question from a, uh, I think it was first-time writer, Dylan Anderson. So he yes. asks, do you guys think going back to World War II could help somewhat restore Call of Duty's brand? Or has it been too long for World War II to save it and be good? Well, you can't wall walk in World War II, so that's yeah. a, that's a plus. Yeah. Do you have jet? Did they have jetpacks in World War II? Uh, no, yeah. so that's a plus. Did were they in space in World War II? No, that's a plus. Oh, can you shoot around the corner without actually going around the corner and hit people? That depends on the engine. No. Okay. Yeah, but I don't think so in World War II. I don't think you could do that, but. Um, as long as you can't hide under the map. Yeah, that's always a plus. But honestly, like, I'm really excited for this. I I am, and and I and I don't think it's too late to save the franchise, because um, this franchise is a behemoth. Yeah, be but it's I mean, definitely the right stride for sure. It is. They need to get back to what made it great, and I think that they're doing that in every single way. They're simplifying the gameplay. They are going back to an environment that is more simplistic honestly and and is going to rely more on your ability to play an online shooter rather than use all these super special power-ups and run on walls and you know do whatever yeah Um, and it retells history too that's one thing i like about it and i think that that's going to draw a lot of people into it yeah and me for sure is one of them um, I think, uh, and, and there's a place for all that stuff in games. Like, I love Titanfall. Titanfall has all that stuff, right? The wall running and and special power-ups and whatever. It has Hook all shot. that stuff. Yeah, I love all that stuff. But not in Call of Duty. Yeah. Call of Duty, I yeah. want to see a simplistic gameplay that, you know, 
is uh, is just more, I guess, more like a, a raw Look. shooter, I guess, than than uh, than with all these special abilities and and superpowers yeah. and all this other stuff. I and, and more. I'm, now that they're going back to that, I'm really excited. So I, yeah. I, I do have a question. I think we've talked yeah. about it enough before that this is exactly what we want from Call of Duty in the yes. direction that we want it to go. Um, but do you think so? And maybe I haven't read enough articles about or news about it, but they're they're telling a story about World War II. But are they mm -hmm. going to put a Call of Duty twist to it? So like Black Ops told the story of, you know, Vietnam and, you know, even even World at War. Mm -hmm. But they, they put a Call of Duty twist where they added fictional piece or uh, fictional pieces to it. And, you know, in, in, like in Black Ops, they added, like, this new, uh, you know, this drug or this uh, uh, biological warfare weapon that the, the Nazis had that didn't release and they had to destroy it. So do you think they'll have, a, like, a, some kind of twist to it, a Call of Duty twist? I don't know. Um, I would guess yes, because that's kind of their MO. But at the same time, I don't know. I would kind of like to see them not have that and just... You know, they're, just they're stick kinda, with it. Yeah, they're advertising a Band of Brothers type story. Yeah, and I'd, I'd really like to see that actually. And yeah, the one thing I said about that series is like the most realistic war movie slash thing you've watched. So, mm -hmm. just say so, and and that was that, and it's what it was and continues to be. What's appealing to me about Battlefield One is mm -hmm. that it is just like it, it's the horrors of war, really. I mean, yeah. you play the game even online, and there's stuff exploding all around you. Mm -hmm. Like there's, uh, you know, you you. I remember, I remember playing the intro to Battlefield One, and like you can't. There's no. It's impossible to survive. Yeah. And that's the point. Yeah. So that that type of thing is actually, you know, I don't want to say it's really cool, but it's like, but it immerses you in what war is about. Yeah, it's more realistic, basically. Yes. And. I'd love to see that from Call of Duty. I don't want I don't want my player in Call of Duty to be James Bond. I don't want him to be Thor or Iron Man. I want him to be a an average soldier in combat experiencing that. You know, the, the good and the bad. Yeah, yeah. Bring back the emotion yes. of a war game. And, and I think they're committed to doing that, and that's why I'm really excited. This is the first game I've been excited for in Call of Duty since uh, probably Black Ops 2 or Modern Warfare 3. Alright. So yeah. I'm really I'm really I'm really fired up for this game. Like I am going to pre order this game. Um going to get it. I'm I'm fired up for it. What do you guys think? Um, oh yeah, I, I'm definitely fired up about it. I, I definitely I've I've wanted this for a long time. Well it's for me it's a we'll see. Because they've gotten com they've gone completely off the deep end with stuff. Last time they tried to make uh Halo and Titanfall have a baby with their skins on it. You know, so uh, <laughs> yeah. my my judgment is to remain until, you know, I see what I see. So, Mike, here's, here's the one thing I'll tell you. The one mm. reason to be optimistic, this is Sledgehammer Games doing this uh -huh. game, and they've only done one Call of Duty before. So they're probably the studio that's most open to making significant changes. You know, Remind us not, again which Call of Duty that was. Um, that was the one with press X to pay respects. That was the Kevin Spacey. Uh, Advanced game. Warfare. Advanced Warfare. Yeah. Which actually wasn't bad. Oh, um, I, I love Kevin Spacey in it. Yeah. It's and great. the online, and I'll, I'll tell you this, the, the online play of the last, like, four, four Call of Duties, it's been my favorite. And I, I didn't play a lot of Black Ops 3, um, online. But, uh, but that one, Advanced Warfare, I actually enjoyed playing online. So I thought it felt very smooth. I thought it felt good as a shooter. Um, so I'm looking forward to that aspect of it. And story-wise, I think they're probably that studio is probably the most open to making significant changes to their formula. Yeah. Um, which gives me a lot of hope about what we can see out of this game. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Anyone All else? right. All right. So we had, uh, we he actually had a second question. So uh, <laughs> is Third Sun Gaming going going to allow any goals tonight, or is Steve going to mess it up? I'm going to vote Steve's going to mess it up. Yeah, and, you know, I will say that our goalie probably has something to do with that, whether yes. or not we allow goals. But um, chances are Steve will probably mess it up. If you guys really want me to, I can jump on goalie tonight for you guys. Don't threaten us. No, don't no comment. Don't dare threaten us. 
Listen, I, I'm down for it. That just means we got to put in 30 goals to win, but that's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll load in 29, but you guys will still win. You got to still make 30. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we sure can. <laughs> All right, so uh, one more question from somebody named Steve Wiseman. He mm-hmm. asked, have you guys, have you played Until Dawn? If so, should they make another one? And why is the answer yes? <laughs> so he just answered his own question, so we yeah. don't have to do anything. Excuse me, sorry. Um, I have not played it. I have not played it. I I think I watched a little bit on stream. Um, besides that, I don't really have anything on this one. I have it sitting here. Um, I, and I know I committed to playing it a few weeks ago on the show. Um, didn't get around to it because I got like so caught up in MLB mm-hmm. over vacation. But uh, I have it sitting here to play, and I'm actually really looking forward to playing it. And I'll say, first of all, I mean, these are the type of games that I actually really, really enjoy um, in terms of, like, I love horror games. And that, like, campy horror type game, you know, game that tells a story of, like, the, the Friday the 13th movies type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. is right up my alley. Right. So if it's done well, yeah, absolutely make another one. Um, yeah. Speaking of, Friday the 13th comes out this month. Yeah, I was right. reading about it. Month, uh, I cannot wait for that. Yeah. But, uh, so I, I, I did, I played Until Dawn. I did not finish it. But I, when I first booted it up, I'm like, man, this, this game, I don't know, it's very cheesy. It's like a teenage, uh, like early 90s teenage slasher flick. Yep. Uh, but then you start getting twists and turns and you start seeing uh, the decisions that you make actually do have an impact on the story. Um, and I, I love games like that. I love games, uh, and a lot of people call them walking simulators, a lot like the Telltale games or uh, games like uh, uh, Gone Home. And I, I love games like that uh, where it, it focuses more on the story. Well, it's kind uh, of like the game we talked about last week too, Late Shift. Yeah, and I, I, I seriously no, I want to pick no, that up. No, no, it's a, it's no. a different type, Mike. I get it, but it's very story driven, where you choose your responses rather than playing through the action yourself. Right. That's no, what I'm I, getting at. Well, what what I'm getting at is that I, I played Gone Home, you know, almost right after you did, and I was expecting something bad to happen, and it didn't. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil it, but it was a freaking walking simulator. However, I, I thought I, the, I thought I thought the girl killed herself. I mean, I don't think I that's a spoiler, too. but I, I thought she killed herself, but that didn't happen. And that's not where that's not the twist the game took at all. Yeah. Um, but what the the late shift is, you know, it, it like keeps you actually interested in it because the 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 writers and the the actors they're really good. So yeah, they are. They know, actually are. So um, you're actually watching a movie, and it's like playing, uh, um, what was that one? Uh, wait, the Space Ace, but what was the other one? Dragon's Lair. Like, you have very limited time to pick something to do, and then it goes off that way, or goes yep. off this way, you know? Yep. Oh, that's a good comparison. I didn't think about Dragon's Lair, but yeah, that's Elite Shift sounds a lot like it. And it's yeah. actually very good. Like, I, I actually enjoyed that game quite a bit, and games like that don't get enough attention. Like, you don't see anything oh. about Late Shift on IGN. Or oh. anything like that, and, and I'll advocate that game all day long because I actually enjoyed myself playing it. You know, yeah. I think I think that I will finish Late Shift and I will write my my thoughts on the game and send it away. Yeah. Right. Not that my thoughts matter, but I think that's I think it's really worth covering because I think they did a bang up job on it. Think, How much is it? It's like fit not well went off sale now, so it's fifteen. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Seriously, it's worth the fifteen. If you've seen all the garbage that's out there for fifteen, this is definitely. Oh, totally. I might try it out, and and yeah. I definitely want to finish until dawn. And actually, uh, since it's brought up this week, I, I'm just going to go ahead and finish it uh, and and finish off my thoughts next week. I guess. Uh, yeah. But yeah, until dawn was a great game, uh, and definitely worth playing. And I definitely think there will be a sequel. And it, it's not a it's not a long game. I, I do know that because I'm almost done with it, and I probably only put in like five six hours into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a long game. You can finish it quickly, but you can also replay it. And it's it's not like The Walking Dead. Yes, you, you can make decisions in it, and the yeah. decisions that you make impact the story, but very minimally. You bet you have about the same amount of time in The Late Shift as you do The Walking Dead to make your decisions. Yeah. Oh, that's it's still good enough. Still a good amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but. Like three yeah, or five seconds, Mike, you think? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh. 
I try to light shift out, but Until Dawn was a great game, and they, they should make a sequel. Hopefully, here's uh, the thing, too. Here's the thing, too. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, my friend. You're fine. But like uh, Tyler said, there there's like seven different endings to the late shift, yes. so one playthrough, you're only going to get one of the ending achievements versus the other one. So it gives you a reason to go back and, you know, really, yeah. you know, randomize your... your 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 uh your selection and there's, and there's a couple pivotal moments in the game and mike i don't know if you've gotten this far and it's not giving away any of the story or not no but no it's I like did. but it's like do you go with the girl or not like that's that's a pivotal moment in the story where the story will just completely go a totally different direction right and and that's not giving away any story mike so don't worry about it but well kinda no well not really because just enough you'll find out later but um it's uh it that things like that completely impact the story in a major major way and and there are chapters of the story like i played through that i haven't unlocked yet that yeah. i need to go back and and do and i finished so the game so one yeah. playthrough one playthrough took how long hour and a half yeah i was thinking yeah two hours maybe a little more so it, it oh. kind of makes you want to like well let me change my decisions yeah. you want to you yeah. want to yeah. go back because if it's like five hours long and there's seven different no, innings, I don't, I don't want to play it again. Yeah, right, right, yeah. exactly. I, think, I hear yeah, you now. Think about how expensive it is to do a live action video game. Oh, oh yeah, yeah a know? lot of filming, all so, that filming yeah. they have to do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's uh, and you got to film all the different responses and all that stuff, you know. So it's, I'm gonna uh, download it tonight. You're you're selling it to me right now. Yeah, I'm I mean, telling you, man. I think it's a good I, idea. In I'm time. telling you, it's one of the best like gems that I've never heard of that I've found in a while. I've never heard of it. I mean, it sounds great. And I, and I yeah. found it by accident. I was just going to the store, and I saw it. I'm like, oh, what's this? And I looked at it, and I read the thing, and I'm like, this sounds actually really interesting. I'm going to buy this, because it was on sale for $10. Mm-hmm. So, big deal, 10 bucks. I mean, whatever. It's like, you know, getting lunch. It's like a it's Taco like, Bell. I yeah, like lunch. Like yeah. Taco Bell. You know, it's, uh, and I've had lunches that I've hated before, so what the hell? I mean, who cares? You get a video game, and if I hate it, big deal. But... I was really pleasantly surprised. This game is very, very good. Yeah. I concur, sir. I concur. So, all right, right, that, so. that is totally not related to the question that was asked. But anyway, yeah. who cares about the question? It wasn't that great of a question because we talked about until dawn like 10 more times. 10 yeah, times. Yeah. Before. Yeah. So thanks, Steve. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, Steve, we love you. It's okay. Yeah. Not really. Um, yeah. Sorry, one so, more, uh, yeah. like one more quick uh, just shout out to Raz. Yeah, he joined our Facebook group. Uh, (laughs) I I just know that he's he's gonna love social media, and and soon I'll be looking at pictures of his family, and you know, just seeing (laughs) him look like real person, and he's just gonna love it. So uh, he did uh, he did uh, post on our page, and he talked about uh, he he said that uh, he recommend that we use Discord uh, for communication. That it's uh, that's good for better than Facebook and, and Twitter, but um, yeah, we're we're looking to into it. I think, uh, but uh, just personally, I, I think uh, we we are looking for a larger community, and I, I think Facebook and Twitter we're we're trying to get the word out there and, and get our name out there. So, which Raz, from what um, I, yeah, Raz, I'll tell you first of all, yeah, Raz, first of all, thank you for joining Facebook. We appreciate it. Thank you, because I know you did like just for us, and we appreciate that. Um, two. We're looking at all options, including Discord, okay? Yeah. And we do have plans for what we want to do here, and part of that is, you know, writing for these websites and, and pairing up with Respawn, which, is, which we're really excited about. Um, not just, you know, the benefits we get from the podcast, but being able to write and do those things and, and help them out too and uh, try to make a, you know, try to do our part to make a great website over there and, uh, and, and a great community there too. So... That's all part of what we want to do. And as we, as our community continues to grow through those things, then I think things like Discord will be a better fit. Yes. Um, as, as we get there. So what we need from you guys, the people who are our loyal listeners that we love and have been there since the beginning pretty much, like Raz, um, we need you to tell your friends. We need you to tell people that listen to other podcasts that you listen to. You know, and, and just invite them over to the the podcast forums. You know, you should be able to do that now. You should be able to get them, uh, invite them over and have them be part of it. And let's get them to be part of the community because that helps us grow. And the more we grow, the bigger community we have and the bigger community we have, the more things like Discord make sense for us. So, 
that's, that's, really, that's really what we're trying to do right now. We don't want to have all these things before we have the community that's ready to use them. So It's a good suggestion, uh, though. Yeah. Good recommendation. Yeah, it's a great yeah. recommendation, and it's absolutely part of our plans. It's just something that, you know, we want to want to build that up a little more before we get there and you know again we we appreciate and love the support you've all given us um those of you who've been here for a long time um rez you're just one you're just one of the people that's been like just an awesome fan for us um steve as much as we give you crap you're part of it part of that too um and many many other people um that we don't have time to mention um have, have been great supporters of ours so we really appreciate that but we do have plans to grow and we do have plans for E3 week and after, but we need your help to help us grow so we can do that through Twitch by going on and following us. And then when you see us go online, you know, just, hey, even if you just put us on the background, helps us out. Um, going on and telling your friends about the, the podcast, having them download and listen, join the Facebook group and take part, helps us out a ton. Things like that, little things can go a long, long way to helping us and helping us grow and getting us to the point where... Things like Discord make a lot of sense for us. So really, uh, really, what we yeah. need our listeners to do is to get a get a boombox and put Third Sun Gaming on it, and then get on a United <laughs> flight. Get on yes. a United flight, and just start blaring it, and then there's going to be a YouTube viral video that man plays uh, uh, amateur podcast on flight and gets booted off plane, and then we're just going to get millions of sur- subscribers. So yeah. I need somebody to do that. So if any of you are willing to get arrested hey. and beaten nearly to death. And maybe thrown in jail. Um, but <laughs> Steve, we, we really want to nominate you for this. <laughs> but if you're going to do it, if you're going to do it, make sure you wear the same black jacket as John Cusack did when he was holding up the Oh, my box. God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. now, now I think we're, right. we're, we're crossing the border. We, right. we just need to, put up, we need to put up a wall right now. The border just, uh, wasn't made in Mexico. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Put wall. up a wall. Yeah, just put up a wall right now yeah. and just, anyway. just cover that up. All right. Crap that idea. All right. That's no. it for questions, right? Yeah. All right, cool. So uh, that, everybody's going to do it for episode number 47. And uh, we're continuing the march up to one year of doing this. We're going to be there very shortly. Next, next month. Week, yeah, next month for E3, we'll be celebrating one year, which means we're going to have some cool stuff to give away. So uh, tell your friends, get, uh, get your, uh, your friends in here downloading the episodes and downloading the podcast. Joining the Facebook group and being part of the Twitch community, that's going to help us grow. We really appreciate everything you're doing to help us. The more listeners we have, the more people we have as part of the Facebook group, the better prizes we're going to give away. So uh, we are planning some cool stuff for E3 weeks, so uh, please help us grow before then so we can have some really cool stuff for you then. Uh, For Graham, Mike, and Eugene, I'm Tyler saying thank you so much for listening to number 47. Oh, the Third Sun Gaming Podcast. We'll be back next week with episode number 48. Until then, stay safe, everybody. Have a great week and play some great games. Thank you, Maple Syrup. Later.